ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside a brand new episode of Garage Door Sports. We are now on episode 16 of the podcast. Nick McVicker joined in studio, as always, by my good buddy Justin Rapier. Justin, how you doing today, man? I'm well. Deal with the traffic. Yeah, it happens. Every day. Every day. And we are also joined in studio by a guest who's been on a couple times, finally back from Ireland. Welcome into the studio, bud, Kyle Vardy. It's nice to be here. It uh, looks a lot better than I thought I was going to. Really? Yeah. I, d- I didn't <laughs> know what to expect, to be honest. I, uh, I was calling in. I was lying in my bed half the time, but it's nice. Yeah. Well, we, we, we try to make it look nice. We, we did our best. Let's get right into it, boys. Uh, one of the big things coming up this week is obviously the World Juniors. And as Canadians, we have to love the World Juniors, even though it hurts us almost every year when they go out, or if they don't go out, then we cheer louder than anybody else ever. So what are we expecting from this World Juniors? This Canadian team, the roster is definitely not what I expected in the summer when they had that summer camp. Looking at it now, it's not it's not a bad roster, but it's just not what I thought it was going to be. It's better than you think it's going to be. I'm not saying it's a bad roster. I'm just. It's so hard to judge World Juniors now because you don't recognize half the names because half these guys don't return year over year. Yeah. It's not the days like when everyone knew who Everly was, everyone knew who Taze was, everyone knew who Price was coming into this tournament. You don't hear about half these guys anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, I think the difference you know, also is you're not you don't have to set rosters like you did back then. Back then it was there was 15 top guys and they were on your team no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. More willingness. More guys got sent back. The last couple of years have been a lot of guys that have gone straight to the NHL and haven't come back, right? Yeah. You know, you got lucky with Mete. There was a chance for Jost and Patrick. A little bit. Really not Patrick, but yeah. they were considering Jost for a bit. Um, on the goalie side, you know, you got Carter Hart coming back. You got pretty much a returning defense. Yeah, the defense is going to be the strength four. of this team, I think. Well, they are a bit undersized. Yeah, but they're still good. They're they, yeah. and they've played in the tournament before. Yeah, most you got of a lot them, of balance. So. You got really good centers on this team. You know, Stan Steele and Jordan Cairo are two of the best players in the CHL. Yeah. Were you were you surprised with DiPietro being cut? It's a backup goalie spot. It's that's kind of one you play your way on. Point and was, I found and I was listening was really to it. Good. I was I was uh, listening to something and they said if DiPietro was the second goalie, they could have kept three with Clay uh, with Point, but if DiPietro was the third goalie. He had to be sent back. Why is that? I don't know. It was just something the way they the way the team has to be made up. I I didn't really understand it. It was the Bob McKenzie they, saying it's probably it, the so. way they did it. The way the games break down. There's no point to take DiPietro for two weeks when the guy could be yeah. playing every day. Exactly. So I think. And the whole point, if your backup has to play in this tournament, then your goaltending's failed because the whole point of you see. Or Carter, someone gets hurt and then you can call well, DiPietro yeah. back but anyway. You've seen the way so. Carter Hart's played this year. The whole the. Uh, Colton Point should play no games. Yeah, it's a Latvia, or one game. A Latvia consolation game, like in the round robin. Col- Carter Hart yeah. should play every game is the point. Realistically, He's 961 yeah. save percentage, 915. I looked it up this afternoon. It's by far the best goal in the CHL this year. So if you have to go to a second goalie then, then your goaltending started to fail you. Well, Carter Hart also had those stats last year, and he didn't play the greatest last year. Well, but, you know, he had good stats last year. He's been even better this year, so the, the hope is that takes another year of experience. One, yeah, one year gives you more experience, and you have better defense in front of you. A lot of times last year, not cutting him cutting him a break, but there's a couple times where, you know, he wouldn't get a shot for 50, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes at a time, and then he'd get, you know, a two-on-one and yeah. go in and people freak out. It's like, well, you know, it's not he's getting an cold. easy shot to ease back into it. He's getting a two-on-one. Yeah, and he had a lot of soft goals, but, you know, Canada limited the shots in that tournament, so 
You know, his save percentage was 906, but his goals against average was only 2-3. Two, two, yeah, but Canada's goals against average is always low. They never let in that many goals. Well, that's the thing, right? He doesn't face a lot of shots. So, yeah. you know, three goals on 20 shots looks a lot worse than three goals on 38 shots, right? Yeah. But I, if I, they were, like, yeah. 10 scoring chances out of 20, then what are you going to do? I think this year's team's definitely going to have a it, – their only struggle that I can see would be scoring the puck, like putting the puck in the net. Yeah. Um, they do have some forwards who have, you know, they have the third line, projected third line at least, has 30 goal scorers on it. Which, but uh, which th- is the third line that they're they're calling right now? Uh, is um, it the steel line? I think no, Sam Steele's no. going to be your number one center. That's what I thought. No, it was the uh, – what, what was his name? Because they had st- – I think they have Steele, Steenbergen, and Dubay slotted to be together. Steele and Dubay's trash. Yeah. He's trash on the team last year. I don't know why they brought him back. Well, he's five because w- he's nothing. fast. W- would you rather Dubay or would you rather Suzuki? Suzuki, probably. That's – that's the guy that I was surprised. You got to look at their thing. Dubé did nothing last year. He was useless. I was right. honestly surprised that Suzuki got cut and the fact that Glass got cut so early. Yeah. Well, there's some guys that just don't mesh with the coach's system, right? And that's kind of the one thing of when you have a returning coach, right? Mm-hmm. He wants his team to play a certain way, right? He just carries his philosophy over from his his CHL team, right? Right. Yeah. So Ducharme wants lots of balance, right? And you haven't seen a Canadian team in a lot of years with straight scoring. Hence the reason there's no, you know, Cody Glass. There's no Owen Tippett uh, on this team, right? Like Tippett. That was one I was surprised that didn't get called back to this one because he was in the summer camp. Well, because they have enough scorers already, right? So they said, you know, yeah. we know there's not much of a defensive game there. So yeah, that's true. We already have our top line wingers, and they decided they they didn't they didn't feel like they needed him. But well, it looks like their defense is gonna be able to ch- chip in offensively too, for sure. Oh yeah, hopefully. There's good well, balance on that DN. We're gonna see how f- what turns out with Fabro now. Well, also He's in a walking boot. Yeah. Well, they they just yeah. recalled somebody else, didn't they? Uh, Mahura. I don't know yeah. his first name. I'll well, look, Clint. I don't like, know why. If you look at that, if you look at the seven that made it originally, it's Mete, Clegg, Fabro, Kale Maker, Cal Foot, Connor Timmins, Jake Bean. Jake Bean has arguably been top defenseman in like. One of the top defensemen in the CHL. Kale yeah, Clegg has been the top defenseman in the CHL. Yeah. Right? Connor Timmins has worked um, really good chemistry and really fits with the system that Ducharme's trying to play. And Maker and Fabro are playing in the States. So, I mean, they're, they're playing against good competition, especially at UMass and Boston University. Like, they're playing out, out east, which is the hardest comp- hardest competition in probably see American you, college. Know, they call him Makar. That's what they go by. I don't know. I thought it was Makar. Maker. Go with I've always heard it as Kale Maker. I guess we'll find Makar out. On. Everyone on TSN calls him that. So. We'll find out in a couple days. So. Um, if, if he produces, I don't care. I'll call <laughs> him whatever he wants. Kaylee Maker. Um, if he brings in a gold, I couldn't care less. Here, Here's another question that I have for you guys. They played a two-game set against the U Sports All-Star team, so the university teams in Canada, and they lost both games. The first one they didn't score. Now, here's the one thing I will say. The goalies for Team Canada, all four, played for both teams. They split them. So two of them played for U Sports, and then two of them played for Team Canada, and then they flipped for the second game. They didn't have a whole lot of scoring, and they lost both games to the U Sports. Granted, U Sports is a very, and I hate to say this, underrated division, but a lot of people don't watch it. I really beg to differ with you on that. (laughs) Hockey's pretty junk at that level. I watched it all of last year. They're not that it, bad. I watched it for three years. We could go back and forth for a while on this. Let's just you know, it depends on, on the teams you're watching. But I watched. Uh, a it's lot an all-star team. It's an all-star team. That's why. That's a little better. Yeah, it's an all-star so, team of a cross Canada. Yes, yeah, some it, players put, in the OUA one are pretty yeah, trash. I'll I, agree. I put it this but. way: you had a bunch of guys that haven't played with each other, 
and a lot of line combinations to figure out who's staying. So you got a lot of guys that are yeah, maybe but so on, maybe so did hold, the U Sports team. They've never played with each other on the World Junior team that are holding maybe holding on to the puck a little more, maybe shooting when they shouldn't, trying to impress a little bit. Yeah, trying to put numbers up, and you got the U Sports guys that this is their like this is their last chance to shine. Like this is their yeah. kind of. Well, I just found party, it funny because right? that was the first time that the U Sports team guys, had maybe ever there for those guys, right? You got to think yeah. there's some like. Yeah, well, well I, ju- I just found it weird that it was the first guys, time right? that the U Sports team had ever shut out Team Canada, and it was the first time that they won both games. Maybe that, sh- pr- you know, shows well for Canada's goaltending opportunities. Yeah, because the goalies played really well. But yeah, I wouldn't look into that if they were, if they were playing Russia or Latvia or Denmark and actual World Junior teams, and I think more of it. But fair enough. You okay, I think this is like like I was saying the U Sports guys. That's like getting called up and like an AHL team getting a chance to play an NHL team, right? There's gonna be lots of energy. Yeah. Right. There's always that. Okay, we got to prove ourselves. Like this is a lot of those U sports. A lot of the U sports guys used to play CHL. Right? Uh, so almost all of, all, all of the ones on that U sports all star team did. Yeah. So it's pretty much like this. Not they're not that far off, right? Yeah. Okay. So, got a quick question. Yeah. Is there any teams that you think could surprise in this tournament? Kazakhstan. Are they even in the tournament? Yes, they just got in for the first time in like ten years. That's why I. They're that. not in. in. They're not in. Maybe not this, next not year. this year. Oh, okay. There's Belarus, Switzerland oh, as up, like you know potential upsets. Let's fast forward to next year to see Kazakhstan. Uh, Denmark, Slovakia, Belarus, Switzerland. Let's I was saying, else. I was saying Slovakia might earlier today, yep. uh, just because they've done well the last couple tournaments to build on what they've been doing. They could surprise one team. I don't think they're gonna win. I don't think they're even gonna medal, or I don't even think they're gonna make the top five. So it's just they could surprise some team. Right. That's my opinion. Ah, it's hard to tell. I haven't seen anybody else's roster yet, but yeah, well, their Sweden, rosters are Sweden hard to find. Grin, which is which is a big for them. That's going to be on their top pair. I don't know any other. They didn't get brought though. Huh? They didn't Jesper get Jesper brought. brought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sweden. Wh- what they have for their roster right now that I've seen: uh, Lilgren, Dahlin, Holgberg, uh, from Philly, who hasn't actually played for Philly, but uh, so Elias yeah, Peterson, Peterson, Brandstrom. Peterson. So def- basically, defenseman is what you're saying. Yeah. And Pedersen. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, the Russian team, I could honestly tell you, I don't know any of the names other than Yegor Zaitsev. And the only reason I know that is because it's Nikita's brother. Is it actually? I believe so. Okay. They, they don't look alike. They don't look anything alike. One's got a beard and dark, like, tan, tan skin, and then you have Nikita Zaitsev who's not. And uh, Svechnikov. From the Colts, I've seen him play. He'll be team. he'll be a big difference maker because he has not been healthy this year. He's yeah. just getting healthy again, and um, we'll see. You know, Bragan is not necessarily a guy that gives the young kids a chance, right? If you don't play his system, then we've seen how he does it with the goalies. Yeah, yank a goalie, play a goalie, yank a goalie, yank a goalie mid game. Like he does yeah. what he wants when he wants, and no one tells him otherwise. Um, players on the Czech team: uh, Philip Cheadle, Chittle from Hartford. New York Rangers prospect. He's going to be good. He's not really going to change it, anything. Any Neckatch and Philip Zadina. Watch Zadina. Zadina's going to top 10 pick this year. Oh, Philip Zadina, yeah, sorry. I, I wasn't that far down the list. He's at the bottom. I'm sorry. Uh, moving up, go to the American team. Jake Odinger. He'll be good. The goalie. Well, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be up to Wall or Wall. Or Odinger. Swayman, I don't think, plays at you all. see Odinger pads, though? Yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> actually pretty nice. <laughs> uh, moving down there, I mean, Adam Fox is a good Hartford player. Uh, they got some returning guys. prospect. Casey Middlestad. Do you think they're missing Cal Foot on their defense, the American team? 
no no uh no response no response or whatever the the saying is next question Go, next question going down the list they got yamamoto they got uh logan brown bellows could also be a big player he's played well this year max jones from the london knights he like they have they have some scoring they they definitely Their have defense the scoring for sure. could be interesting cuz i honestly other than adam fox i i don't know any of the players on that team cuz they're all University players from down in the states. Yeah. Even Adam Fox is, but well, the, the defense last year for the Americans was a, a huge plus. That's yeah, that really shut was, down. Well, they really yeah, shut down was, the Canadian team in the gold. They medal. did, and Charlie, that was Charlie McAvoy's coming out party. Yeah, yeah, That's and, one and big then, he, thing, then he right? goes on to play the in, with Boston. Right. The There's playoffs. no Charlie McAvoy this year for the first time in two years. Like that was a big thing. They had McAvoy for yeah for two years. Right. They lost a lot of center depth. You know. There's no. Um, there's no Tage Thompson this year. There's no. Um, what's the name I'm thinking of? Who's a big guy? Uh, Greenway. Yeah. Um, I see you guys are pointing at something. He can uh, still play. He's 20. I uh, know. Uh, I just we're we're looking at the Finnish roster right now, yeah. and Oli Ulevi is available for Finland. He's 20. I he didn't even play. know he was available. You, they have a they have a decent defensive core. Hesekainen, Ulevi, Valamaki. <laughs> well, you're also gonna have a guy who's six foot seven, and then you'll have Ulevi who's about five foot eight. You'll have like, you know, twin yeah. towers, and then they'll be looking if they can score. You know, hobbits. the Finns always have decent defense, and you know the Swedes will always have be deep at center. Yeah, this right? is true. I, I think honestly, it's going to come down to the the four teams you think of. You know, Canada, U.S., Sweden, Russia. I think I think it's got to come down to those. Th- obviously, the Finns can always surprise. Um, that's for sure. Fin- the, yeah, the, you you never know with the Czechs, really. No, it's um, it's going to be Canada, U.S., Russia, Sweden, and then Finland. Well, and then Czechs. I, honestly, with Switzerland, I think is that dark horse. They're always a tough team to play against. They, they just ne- play. They just play a solid system. They're not a good scoring team. They're not going to outscore you on many games, but they play a good system and they limit your chances. Oh, exactly. You never really blow them out. They're no. always competitive. It's just a matter of if they can put the buck in the net. No. Really, what it There's is. There's no Nico Heischer this year, and he really carried yeah. that team last year. So I think you see a fall off there. One player. What, look at this, guys. Belarus has Shushko. You always see him on those EA Sports NHL games. He's always there. Well, there's always the one <laughs> Belarusian that's just like... He's, that, he's the one. <laughs> he's the next Grabowski? Yeah. <laughs> he's the uh, Nick Antroboff of Belarus. So what are we expecting from this tournament, like, honestly? How do, how do we think Canada's well, going to do... Well, less entertaining than last year's was because last year's tournament was junk. Yeah. Well, up until the gold medal. Gold Even medal, game, gold medal game was pretty yeah, entertaining. Was, if you go to a shootout, it's always interesting, though. Yeah, but I shouldn't have gone to a shootout. That's why it was junk. <laughs> Are you speaking as a Canadian fan? I'm talking as a hockey fan. Oh, okay. okay. No championship game of any sort should go to shootout. No, I, it, Technically, that's how it should go. Yeah. If, you, if you play the two best teams... And they're that even. It should go to a shootout to no. make an entertaining game. But why? Why do you determine a gold medal with the skills competition? But are you? Okay, are you I, would you say the same sense, thing sorry, about the Taves year? Hmm? Would you say the same thing about the Taves year? That's a quarterfinal. That's different. I'm saying a tournament should not be decided with a shootout. I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I right. get. I get what you mean from that perspective. I would have said the same thing back then, and like just like in NHL, like they don't do. They go consistent overtime in the playoffs. That's yeah. just true. I would have the same view if they went 20 minute overtime and then shootout, right? Right. Right, you should do consistent overtime, yeah. and if anything, you go five on five, and then you knock it down to four on four, and you whittle the players down. But Get all the way down to three on three. Right, but one on one. <laughs> they did that in a tournament. Da-da-da. I've a done that time in ago. A my brother played that. In a I've tournament. done that in a tournament. Yeah. But yeah, I just think you know we're on that topic quickly. I was never very good at the one on ones. 
Yeah, you like <laughs> hit people. You can't take a penalty one on one. So oh, I could just you take the guy out. And you could, but it'd be like a penalty he'd probably, shot. He'd probably catch me in the other way, though. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to. You'd have to make sure he stayed down for a few yeah. seconds. Okay, let's get back to topic here. <laughs> so, again, what do we see from this Canadian team? Where are they? Are they going to go all the way? Are they going to push for a gold? Obviously, you'd like you'd like to say that. You'd I know like we're we're Canadian fans. We want them to, but <laughs> you'd like to say they're going to go for gold every year. I honestly think, with the strength of their defense, Carter Hart, as Justin was saying, you know, being the best goalie in the, the CHL, would you say? Yes, probably one yeah. of the one of the, if not the best. Um, and then they do have they have multiple thirty goal scorers playing in the CHL right now. Um, I think they do have the opportunity to, to to win it all. It's just a matter of if they can come together. And, you know, actually mesh as a team and actually put the puck in the net. Because that's the biggest thing is you can say they're going to have 30 goal scorers. Whether or not they actually put the puck in the net, it's yeah. a whole different story. It's a two-week tournament. Like, if you do, if you can't get it together in two weeks, then you aren't going to win. But if a team that's not as good gets it together, they could win. Like yeah. You better hope that's the best two weeks of hockey you've ever played in your life. Exactly. Justin, what do you think? I agree. I think it's goaltending is, is the key because that's been Canada's undoing for a couple of years. So, um, yeah. I think we need a good tournament and a, and a consistent tournament. You know, not one period off, two periods on, where you don't know what you're getting. Because then you know you're dealing with eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old kids, right? So they're yeah, they're young. Your confidence level is not going to be too high in a goalie if he's letting in floaters from the blue line. Yeah. So and you know there's had they've had troubles getting lines to click and guys trying to do too much. So you know, I think it's really going to be on Ducharme to get them to work together. And put that system he wants in. You know, I don't think we're going to have a problem keeping the puck out of the net. There's a lot of vets on that blue line that will yeah. play together, and they can play with anybody, right? Mette yeah, can if you're looking at this roster, play with anyone. If you're looking right? at this roster, th- their issue is going to be the other end. Yeah, it's well, they'll score, but can they gel enough where they can play a full team game, right? Yeah. Canada's always scored in the World Juniors, right? Like, you have some of the best young players in the world. It's just do they gel enough that they can play a full game where they're not disjointed, and you know, and have bad stretches, right? Yeah. Well, they've always scored against the lower teams. It's a matter of if they can score against those, you know, quality defensemen yeah. of the the upper echelon of, you know, countries, so to say. Um, yeah. And as you said, yeah, it's going to really come down to keeping the puck out of the net and, you know, winning those close games because you, you're going to have close games against the Americans, Russians, Swedes, you know, or sorry, Swedish. <laughs> but those Swedens. Swedens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think that's fair. I think we all agree that they're, if they can play up to their potential, they're gonna do pretty well. So let's uh, let's move on. Since we have Kyle here, let's talk some uh, let's talk some NFL. And I'm gonna let you guys start off on this one because <laughs> uh, Justin, you're a Steelers fan. Kyle, you are a Patriots fan. You had a fun game on the weekend. Honestly, Ready, go. I I honestly didn't get to watch it. I was driving in the car, um, but from from watching the re- the replay. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you guys did get you get shafted a little bit. A bit? Uh, a bit. Uh, you know, terrible decision on the last play of the game. You could have went to overtime. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to see Justin's game. face right now. It's it classic. <laughs> still a terrible decision. To last time ball. I checked, once the ball crosses the goal line, it's a touchdown. Control the ball through the contact on the ground. And what happens when a running back flips his hands over the goal a line? A running back is not a receiver. A he receiver has to complete has the to catch. I get what they're the saying. Ground. I still think it should have been a honestly, catch. Honestly, I do think it was a catch, but based on the rule, it says you have to control it through the ground once you make contact. And that did not happen because that ball, as soon as it hit the ground, popped out. 
I get it. The way they've called that rule is once people have gotten over the goal line, and at that point they should have reversed it to, you know, they're gonna, his knees down on the one. Like, oh no, to I, me, I, that's I agree. down. Oh, hundred percent. That it, like I don't think it, like yes, it could have been called a touchdown. It probably should have been called down at the one either way. But yeah, you guys did get kind of, um, yeah, the short end of the stick. Patriot effect. Yeah, screw you, screw you, Rob Kraft. We, Rob we also Kraft. took out Antonio Brown too. So well, that I don't have any problem. Dun, that was dun, just dun, bad. Dun, 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 dun. Also, how do you tear a calf muscle when you get hit on the front of your leg? I have no. Th- Immediately, uh, I thought, okay, that's a broken no. leg, and they're like partially torn calf. I no, like, Eric Eric Rowe hit him in the back of the leg. If you yeah. look at it slowly, he, he, he comes in, in from the right. But his hits, leg hooks around. It, like, no, I hit him. Hit him right in the back and like. Right yeah, back, but it was right the initial contact. I don't know how you tear it through that. It looked like you just hit him, but. But they were they were saying that he might actually play this week, but then he just got ruled out. No, today. they're gonna rule. He's not gonna play until the playoffs. There's no point. Like they've already wrapped the division up. Yeah. At this point, New England would have to lose another game for us. To, like we could still get the the, the, the AFC. Yeah. But we, it requires we'll, a win and a loss. We play what the Bills and. But that's gonna be a tough game. Bills are right in that playoff yeah. race. They've just knocked <laughs> out. They just knocked two division. They just won two divisional games. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're still coming though. Still the Bills. But you play the Bills and the Jets. But you got to think about that. The Jets are going to want to screw you over. The Bills definitely yeah, want to screw you over. But the Jets can't. Yeah, they, yeah the <laughs> they, Jets are they, not bad. They almost, like, they were close. Josh McCown is playing with jo- nothing, and Josh he's McCown's actually doing something. Josh McCown 400 yards when he played his last time. They're 1-4 and four in their last five games. Because Jim they don't have anything. We're also 1-1 one one with our last two games because we lost to Miami. Yes, but you're 4-1 and one in your last five. Yeah, we lost to Miami somehow, though. Well, we, wouldn't, we, wouldn't be, we wouldn't be having this conversation if the Miami game didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you lost to the indelible Jay Cutler. That should be two losses yeah, don't, in itself. Don't even get me started. So let's, let's look at these playoff spots. So in the AFC, New England, Pittsburgh, guaranteed. Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. Blake Bortles actually brought a team to the playoffs. Yeah, no, don't their even defense. say Blake <laughs> Leonard it, was, it was the defense and the running game. Leonard Fournette slash the defense brought. Guys, I'm allowed to make a joke. Relax. Uh, no, not, not when it's that, like that. That defense is legit with turnover opportunities, and they uh, can – we saw what they did to Pittsburgh. They literally won a game on defense with turnover yeah. touchdowns on turnovers. In regards to the AFC West um, – Nobody's in and no one deserves to be, but the Kansas City Chiefs are currently leading the division by one game. Uh, yeah, I don't really know about that. I, I think Kansas City, obviously, they started off well. They started off really well. Um, Their defense has gone to... And then, for some reason, they got away from the running game. They stopped giving the ball to Ware. Uh, or no, what's Hunt. It? Hunt, that's it, sorry. Hunt. Um, yeah. Alex Smith started managing games again. Yeah, but Alex Smith also, against the Jets, he threw for 400 yards with four touchdowns. Yeah. And lost because their defense <laughs> their defense appeared. is not good. Right? Well, they Kansas weren't getting rushes, and Marcus Peters has not been the Marcus Peters that had him arguably as the best corner. Football now, granted, the they do have two straight wins, uh, so they're playing say. well right now. But but if you look at it this week, they play Miami this week. Yeah, that could right? be an interesting game. Miami could be interesting. Uh, Jay Cutler last week kind of went back to how he was throwing like three picks in a game. Um, yeah. But the Chargers, who are right behind right behind Kansas City, they play the Jets. So I don't know. Chargers. Any, I don't know what to think about Philip Rivers at all, ever. <laughs> he, right? I don't. Like the Chargers have been playing actually some pretty start zero four, get back to whatever they were, lose a couple games, cl- close games, like yeah. Really, well, you know what it comes. Fan, to, it ca- it's going to come down to week seventeen. Pretty for much. that division, yeah. Because it's going to be Kansas City, Denver in week seventeen. <laughs> which, if Denver doesn't find a quarterback, they might as well just you know throw in the white flag. 
Uh, and then it's Oakland, L.A. And with the way Oakland's been playing, you they, never know. They could end up upsetting the Chargers and destroying their playoff hopes. Yeah, but we'll have to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, if you look at L.A. Uh, the Chargers last five games, they have four wins: Buffalo, Dallas, Cleveland, and Washington. That's two bad teams. Two teams that are actually decent. Yeah, but then they they lost to Kansas City by a lot this past week. Yeah, which I think that might be their undoing right there. Yeah, right there could be the end of it. But regardless, that division's still way up for grabs. That's true. Um, but I think I think you and me talked about this. I guess it was two weeks ago. This the AFC's pretty much come down to a two horse race. It's going to be Patriots Steelers almost in the um, final, depending on who I, the Jaguars yeah. play. I would say yes. Um, but I think that Jackson Jacksonville team could surprise, depending on with, who they with play, their yeah. defense in in the playoffs. Yeah. And if it gets to cold weather, I don't know if Jacksonville's going to do well in cold weather with the hot weather they have down there. Yeah, but, but if it if it gets down to cold weather, there's a good chance it'll be a running game. Their and, their yeah. run defense is pretty good. Yeah, Calais well, Campbell is ar- arguably defensive player of the year. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you also have Fournette on your running game. Yeah. yeah. So, He's been so in injury you never know. Like it'll it'll be interesting. He didn't play. <laughs> It'll be one of it will be a combination of those three teams though. I don't think any well, of the other teams in the As of as of right now, who are. plays who? Pittsburgh, New England would get the buys. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville three would is play. Jacksonville, so they would play six, which is the lower. Buffalo. I think Buffalo's in the playoffs right now. There's, there's teams that are tied right now. I think Buffalo's down on a tiebreaker right now. Yeah, it would be no. Yeah, uh, so they yeah, have so it'd be they Jacksonville have Bills. Bill. Yeah. And then and Chiefs the Titans. Titans. See, I think the Titans as that wild card. Could, could beat, beat the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. Oh yeah, and then I agree. It honestly, it would come down to if, if the wild card upsets there, it'd be either the Patriots or the Steelers playing a wild card team in the second round. And it mm. would be if if the Titan if okay if we're saying this is how it's going to be Titans versus Chiefs, Bills versus Jaguars. We're all assuming the Jaguars beat the Bills, correct? Uh, yes. Oh, I don't 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 go there automatically. I, I think honestly, I it, think the Jaguars' uh, defense is just too good. Honestly, but Buffalo's defense is really good too. I know. It, it's, it's, I know. It's going to come down to the running game of Jacksonville. No, I think it's only going to come down to the quarterbacks. The running games are almost a wash. But like, at that point, I'm taking Bortles over Taylor. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, who would you rather like? I honestly on, on don't the, on know. On the defensive side, like Buffalo's a great defense. They're they're all they're very close, and the running. Games are very close. Lashawn McCoy has been very good in the second half. Yeah, arguably we'll better than Fournette, who hasn't been healthy at all in the second half. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. There's not even a guarantee he's. I don't know what his injury is, but like he hasn't played. Yeah. He didn't play much last week. Didn't play this week. Right. You get to that wild card week in two weeks. He may not even be 100. percent You if, may not you, see a good amount of Fournette. Though, you, Jacksonville's run defense, who their main rough run stopper on Jacksonville, was the Bills' run stopper three or four weeks ago, until they got traded. Yeah, that's why I was saying I think it's going to come down. I think I, it's going to be the Jacksonville run defense if they can shut down Shady McCoy and make Tyrod Taylor throw the ball the entire game and make them, make him throw it against Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boye. I can't see the Bills winning that. Yeah. But then you got those corners in Buffalo. You got EJ Grimes on one side who's played really well this year. He's played well. You got Ramsey over. You got Davies White on the other side who's arguably rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Possibly, yeah. And neither team really has any receivers. If Kelvin Benjamin's healthy, he's the top receiver in the game. Yeah. Right? There's no Allen yeah. Robinson for the Jags. Yeah. I mean, right? so I just arguably that's going to come down and looking at Bortles versus Jaguar. Taylor. I still think the Jaguars. I think Taylor has more weapons. Like, you yeah. know, he, like, he just needs to risk it a little more. But if it, like, he can get out of the pocket, he can escape a little bit more so he can escape that pass rush a little bit. 
Okay. But if and you it also depends on where that game is played. Right now it's going to be played in Jacksonville. Yeah. If it's in Buffalo, it's a whole different story. I don't story. know. At, like at this point, yeah. Buffalo's 8-6, and six, Jacksonville's 10-4. and four. They no, haven't played each other. Well, I don't know what the tiebreaker is. They haven't played each other. So I they don't also, know how that's yeah, determined. But, but Buffalo but they can't, can't because, because they'd have to be a wild division. Right. Division, yeah. So, um, okay. So No, but just think. Hold mm-hmm. on. If you think about it, if if the Steelers come in second and the Jacksonville wins that game, that means Steelers-Jacksonville. No. Yes. I don't think so. Yeah, it would. That would have to be. It would have to be because the Steelers would have to play the highest seed and Jacksonville Which would be three. Jackson. Uh, we'd muck him. No way. It's uh, happening. Not not too not too much. I, I want I want to see the matchup of Boye Ramsey versus Brown and Schuster. Find uh, me someone that can guard Antonio Brown because no one's done nobody, it this year. But Gilmore shut him down until he got injured. <laughs> no, Brown had a bunch of catches and he had two catches for fourteen yards through what half a quarter. He left in the second. Was it? Well, Gilmore got burned the rest of the game. Oh no, I know. So at at the end, uh, that one touchdown was stupid. But yeah. Um, you know, but no, I, there's like just three receivers. Like even if Brown's not there, I don't even say uh, like I wouldn't talk about Bryant. Come on, why not? You see how fast he is. All you yeah. need is one play. All you need is one play. Yeah, he has yeah. to catch the ball still. And, yeah. and Smith Smith Schuster is. Can he stay in the field though? Who? Bryant. What do you mean? Is he going to be suspended? suspended again? Come on. Probably. I'm playing this season. <laughs> Off season, yeah. I want I, I want to see that matchup. That'd be a good matchup. It would be a good game for right? sure. And it would be honestly to see without Shazier and that Pittsburgh defense, whether or not you know that run game or even Portals could you know pick apart that middle of the defense. Well, it's Joe possible. Hay- Joe Hayden will be back before yeah. the end of the season. He will be back for playoff yes, time. He, he was a game time decision last week. They may rest him the last two weeks, but he will be back for playoffs, and that puts you. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. If that's the matchup. He's played decently well. So he's got burned the last couple of weeks, but you got Joe Hayden who played really well before he got hurt. But let's look at this. So we say we're. We're okay, we're not assuming the Jaguars beat the Bills. We're not assuming anything. Don't assume. You can, uh, never, you can never assume. But if we look at the other matchup, we said we think the Titans would beat the Chiefs. Right? Honestly, it's possible. No, hold on. It, it, depen- it, possible, it depends which Chiefs team. T- so up yeah. and down. It depends which Chiefs teams turns up. Yeah. Really, is and what Titans it is. on the road in a playoff game for a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in yeah. years. That's a big. And Mar- Mariota's been. Interesting. Questionable for the lot for this year. Interesting. Right? That's a big ask for a quarter, a second yeah. year quarterback, so third year quarterback. That, those wild card matchups might be more interesting than we think. Uh, I I like the wild card matchups in the NFC better though. Oh, they look like fun. Like you have the high flying turnaround crazy Rams. Somehow they went. They are they are an entertaining with team MVP to watch. With MVP candidate Todd Gurley, seventeen touchdowns, yeah. four last we week. Four last week, yeah. And they're going up against the Falcons as of right now. That's going to change, though. The way Matty Ice played Why? last. That South is still up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. but, okay, it'll be one team from the South, basically. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, but you see how you that's going to roll around? See, like, literally, that. that the two, I'm aware. The two I'm just wild saying. cards right now are from the South. I'm just saying. It's one thing. If, it'll if, be the three teams. If the Panthers teams play the Rams, that's one thing. If the Falcons play the Rams, that's another thing. I know. Right? They're all completely or different. Or the Saints playing the Rams. Or even if the Saints play If the Saints play the Rams, the Rams win. If the Panthers play the Rams, I don't know who uh, wins. If the Falcons play the Rams, the Rams win. I don't know. I'm just. Because that Panthers defense has played really well the last couple of weeks, and but Cam regardless, Newton, they took Cam Newton's top weapon away, and he's like four and one since. Yeah. yeah. But regardless, whoever plays the Rams, it'll still be an entertaining game, and then the other game will be a divisional game, which ninety percent of the yeah. time divisional games are pretty entertaining. Usually, you would think, especially um, for teams in the playoffs. Yeah. It's you know, well, I don't know if it's guaranteed. I think Detroit's still lingering around De- in that playoff. Well, Detroit's nine Detroit's eight and, eight, six, eight and six. Seahawks are eight and six. Cowboys well, are eight. The Seahawks and six. also got blown out by the Rams this past week, so yeah. I don't know how much of a eight and six they really are. But, but the Falcons 
if they win out, they win the division. So they're going to be playing their yeah, butts but off. Yeah, who, who do they play? The, they, they play. They I think they play both. Necessarily. Do they play both? Yeah, this? the Falcons win out, but it depends on the other matches. Right? So technically, right now, the, I the just Fal- said the Falcons if they win out. Well, yeah. And then, but who do they at, play? Do the Lions play Green Bay at all? With Green Bay shutting down Aaron week. Rodgers? Hmm. Huntley played pretty well. Yeah, but with them shutting down Aaron Rodgers, that could change things for Detroit, yeah. too. Um, so yeah, the, oh, Falcon, the Falcons, do they play at New Orleans this week and then at home to Carolina in Week 17. Well, and both both those games are going to be huge, so every team is going to be firing but if, all But if they win out, they win the division. Yeah. Um, who do the Saints play in the last week? They play Tampa. Yeah, that should be a win for the Saints. Should be. Carolina plays. Oh, and Week 17, Green Bay plays Detroit. Yeah. So that that could be huge with him being shut down. For and Carolina season. plays Tampa this week. Okay. So yeah, who does Detroit play? That could. Oh, they play Cincinnati this week. That should that sh- oh, ideally should be a win for Green Bay or for Detroit. You'd think, but you never know. Well. Did Dalton get injured or something last year, last week, or why was McCarron in at the end of the game? Because Andy Dalton, they got to figure out what they have before they figure out what to do with AJ McCarron. Because Andy Dalton has been garbage this year. The Browns better be counting their blessings. They didn't do that trade for McCarron. <laughs> why not? They were giving up like two, like a second and two thirds or something for McCarron. At this point, it doesn't matter what they do; they're still going to be garbage. Yeah, but the I use those for trading for somebody else, not AJ McCarron. They're going to get it wrong too. It's the Browns. It doesn't matter. The Browns. Can Philly go to the? Can Philly win a Super Bowl without Carson Wentz? Uh, I de- I for sure I, think they can go to a Super Bowl. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't yeah. know about getting by Minnesota. Honestly, I don't. Minnesota's a good team. Honestly, I think Nick Foles. You got to look at his record. When no, he Nick was Foles a starter. is a good quarterback. Nick Foles he almost a, lost to New York last week. But he played pretty well last week. Like his stats did, weren't bad, right? And you got, you got the defenses are even at that point. He's got way more weapons the Eagles have. You got a three-headed monster at running back. You have Jeffrey, Aguilar, Torrey Smith, Zach Ertz, Brett Selleck. Yeah, he's, he's got weapons. Right. That's that's not the issue. And I, I think, I think the Vikings Case team had a good year, but he's still Case Keenum, and I still yeah, don't trust I would him. Take, I would take Case, Case Keenum over Nick Foles. I don't know. He's, this I don't year, know if yeah, I'd say that. I'm just know. saying I In think a one-game matchup, I, it's a lot closer than if it, Case Keenum was. It's going to come down to defense. Whose defense would you rather have? Right, and Eagles are going to have the home field, it looks like. Uh, they're one game, one game difference right now. Yeah, but. So if, if the Eagles lose at all. It it might Vikings might jump them, yeah. Well, because don't the I think if the Vikings win and Eagles lose, the Vikings jump to first, do they not? Uh, uh I believe they. Is there a, is there a head to head or anything? I believe they clinched. No, they haven't. There's a Z there. It means they've clinched. So they clinched first. Yeah. How's that possible with two games left? They must have played a head to head or something. There's no possible way if the Eagles lose two and Vikings win two, they would have a better record. There's no possible. Yeah. I don't know. Well, does Z not mean like top they have two? X Y Z, which means they've they've clinched a playoff spot, they've clinched the division, and they clinched the conference. Let's see. X Y. No, they clinched tonight. division. They clinched. No, the Y. The Y is a wild card. What is the What's the Z? Z's division? Okay, so so X is just playoff, Y is wild card, and then Z must be division. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Card, but whatever. No, because like regardless. Well, who who does Philly play in the last two weeks? Who does Philly play? Yeah. Uh, Philly. Uh, Philly. Philly plays the Oakland Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys. That Cowboys game could be an interesting game. Could yeah. be. 
They might be interested. Elliot will be back by then. So Minnesota plays Green Bay with no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but that's still going to be a tough game. Oh, no. It'll still be a tough game because it's Absolutely. a divisional game. Then, they play well against each other. Usually. And then they play Chicago, which should be a cakewalk. The Bears. Should be a cakewalk. Yeah. The Bears are not very good. <laughs> I don't know how the Bears can win a game when you have your quarterback throw 10 passes a game. He's, uh, he's throwing more lately. Like, Trubisky's been over 200 yards pretty much now. Oh, it I know. It comes down to the fact that he He'll doesn't have He'll throw 8 for 10 and have 150 yards. He doesn't have any receivers, and the defense isn't very good. But yeah. he's looked really good this season. Yeah. yeah. For a guy that they, you know, handed the reins to him after three starts. Right. Raise your hand if you automatically knew when that Mike Glennon contract was going to be a waste of time. <laughs> There's three Oh, hands. wait, all of us. <laughs> There's all three hands. Right, like, I can tell you that right now. And on a side note, I want to bring this up. I was joking about it. Uh-oh. Should the Steelers go and throw, like, a big-ass contract to Jimmy Garoppolo in the offseason? The he's Steelers? Agent, yeah. He's, well, he's, if he's Big Ben is really contemplating retirement, he's why retire. not? I think he waited a long time, and I don't think they come back. He comes back. I honestly don't. Did I, did I not tell you Jimmy G was the real thing? I didn't say he wasn't. <laughs> I really I I, never did. Honestly, I, I'm i actually hating the fact we only got a second-round pick for him. But Right, but I, Honestly, if, if you're Pittsburgh, I would say yes. He's, he's, he can still be franchised, I think, by oh, yeah, oh, San Fran. But, well, San Fran has, also has the money because you're going to have to yeah. pay him like $27 million. In yeah. They have to uh, franchise. I don't they think Pittsburgh would just because they're going to have to deal with they're going to have to deal with Belvis offseason. That's twenty five million dollars on its own. Yeah, but what if you cut Brian? What is it, what's that? That's not saving much. No. He wasn't on a big contract, okay. and you know Bell's going to ask for the moon. They already franchise tagged him once. He held out. They can't lose him. Would you do you like? Would you not let? Would you let Bell walk? No, or would you not. If I'm choosing Garoppolo or Bell, I take Bell because Bell's no, the best no, running back I, in the not, league. It's not a matter of both. It's is there? Do they have anybody who could no. fill in? James Conner's good, but no one re- no one replaces Le'Veon Bell. Okay, right? Yeah, it's not like you're in Philly. If you let Legarrette Blunt go, you have a Jai. You let a Jai go, you got Blunt, right? Like you yeah, have right. a similar guy that yeah. Could well, is there is there any other person. free agents like nope. running back wise? No, but you got to think like Le'Veon Bell is his own guy, right? Like right. He does. There's no one that could replace the no. way he does it. Le'Veon yeah. Bell could be a straight receiver. Can you imagine Le'Veon league. Bell with the Dallas Cowboys offensive line? Well, there's a, they got Elliott. I'm just saying, with the offensive line and Le'Veon Bell with his... Lines, yeah, there's like the Rams offensive line too, but Pittsburgh's got a pretty solid line. They're a very underrated offensive line. Could you imagine Bell in uh, a Rams uniform next year? Yeah. I, I don't think they wouldn't do it, they, but they could you imagine Rams, that? Because that would be Le'Veon dangerous. Bell would be a straight wide receiver. Well, that, the other thing was like, the Rams, like, I don't know about you, but I like currently on like Gurley, before this year... I was questionable. I didn't know how he was. Well, he had a really good working year and had a down season last year. But the whole team was bad last year. The whole team struggled last year. The offensive line didn't give him any protection, so he was getting hit way too much behind the line. Right. This year, they're they're back to the way they were two years ago. He's a lot like Bell. He could honestly be a true receiver. Yeah. I would say right. he has more trucking ability than, Gurley, uh, than Bell, though. Bell's no. very close. You know, you see a lot of those stiff arms and the way Bell runs guys Bell, over. He, Bell he doesn't look big. Trucking, as in Bell running doesn't him look big, but he Bell's can run people over. a lot of guys the last I couple know, of weeks. I know, but I'm saying Gurley I has more so. potential with Bell that. dips Possibly. and dances a little more than Gurley does. Gurley's more of a Possibly. downhill runner, but yeah. when Bell wants to, he will run you over. Yeah. Right? Uh, be a very I don't think they can replace him. I don't think... There's, there's no you don't replace him, and I don't think they can let him go because no. they well, can't. If you or as Pittsburgh, would you make a trade and possibly trade out for a quarterback? Maybe because if you have Brown and you have Bell, like I was saying, you don't need a quarterback to be. What if you had a what, what, what if you, you had, what if you had a third B and put a? Oh no, I guess it'd be a fourth B. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> no, he doesn't fit. You you need a pocket quarterback probably because you have the running back, you have the receivers. You need a quarterback to give you. You know, 30 attempts, maybe 25 to 30 attempts, 
know, hopefully 200 or 250 yards and maybe a touchdown or two, right? You have you have the talent around you. Smith-Schuster, um, Eli Rogers is a good slot receiver. You know, they have a lot there, right? You don't need a quarterback to be Tom Brady or Drew Brees and have to throw the ball 55 times a game. So then do you go after Darnold with USC? I don't Rosen. know. I don't know what they're going to do. It all depends on what Ben does and what becomes available in the free agent market. Yep. Honestly, if I'm looking at the list of possible quarterbacks to pick up, you know who I'm looking at as a fit to the Steelers system? Josh Allen from Wyoming. Guy has a cannon, but he actually knows how to manage a game. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know. know. I'm not. If you're, if you're looking, looking for purely drafts. pocket quarterback, Sam Darnold. Oh yeah, is, no, but I don't know if it's. It also depends of whether or not he actually declares for the draft because there's, there's r- a chance rumors that he might actually go back. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, then, we'll there, there was that story that apparently if the Browns get first overall pick, that he's going back for sure. I would. <laughs> the Browns would not take a quarterback first overall. If anything, they're going to trade down again. No, they'll have to take a. They'll have to take a run. Well, they may trade down. They need That's a run. No, back. but if anything, they need th- if, a they're lot. Any, if anything, they're going to trade down to fourth. Would they take right. Barkley maybe at fourth? You know what? They, they need have, a lot of people. Actually, they'll so. probably take an offensive lineman because if you watch a lot of their games, they can't protect Kaiser. Like every play, Kaiser's running around. Yeah. yeah. Scrambling for his life. Well, if that's the case, then they'll probably take the uh, Notre Dame guard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're a little off topic with the draft. That'll be another <laughs> one. But yeah. Welcome um, to the tangent. Uh. I don't know. NFL is interesting. It's. You know, there's been a lot of weird games this year. Yeah, for in the sure. Way of mm-hmm. For sure. Underdogs winning games, and it's, you know, really kept, you know, you're a little surprised when things happen, and, you know, it depends on who gets healthy at when, right? If Brown's out for the Steelers, that's a big thing. If Fournette's on not 100%, that's one thing for them. If Buffalo, if Tyrod Taylor's not good down the stretch, that's going to hurt their playoff chances. What if Indy cleans house? You think they go after luck? I'd rather go after Brissett. He'll be cheaper, and you could give him a shot. They really like yeah. him, though. That's a problem. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the only thing I'm thinking. Is luck, w- would fit, luck would fit in Pittsburgh if we're still on Pittsburgh, but I don't know what his money's at. Well, he's at twenty plus million, but if they cut him, I guess it'd probably be more a trade. But yeah, they would they would want something in return. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Really clearing yeah. house, but it'd be interesting. Anyways, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. So, I think we covered the NFL pretty extensively. Oh, yeah, I would say so. We could probably do more, but we probably we. Easily could, but let's <laughs> let's move on. You see that? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Joe Thomas vows to buy the Panthers if he gets one million retweets on then Twitter. Then he can pay with he can play with Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> he's already been told that he will be signed immediately. With Diddy, no, right? if he's the owner, he's going to sign himself. Yeah, well, he's not going to pay. He's not going to be an owner. If he's, if he's going to be like a Jeter, he's going to be a face of the team. The man doesn't have any money. Well, no, yeah. it, it was what is it? Diddy Kaepernick and who was the other one that was? I can't remember the third person. Was it OBJ? No, it was uh, Steph Curry. That's it, Curry. Yeah. yeah. Curry has some money. Diddy, Diddy definitely has, has money. money. Cap has no money. <laughs> yeah, he may have some from deals and endorsements and people supporting him. Yeah. But not enough to buy into an NFL team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wasn't impressed with how the Panthers owner did that over the weekend, but whatever. Well, what do you see? At least he put the team up. I actually was surprised by that. I thought he would have been like, no, it's a lie. I don't care. I'm keeping the team. Okay. Oh, by he the way. Probably I got pressure from league office to do it, but. Question. Did you guys watch the Dallas Oakland game? No. What that the paper rule? Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Good on him. Hey, how are you supposed to figure it out if it's a little bit? Yeah, but why are you folding a piece of paper? Oh, no, maybe it's because you know on the uh, measuring sticks they have that little outlet when the orange starts. Yeah. They needed to get it below that so that it wasn't being bent. Yeah, so and then not why would you not just use a straight piece of paper? Would it not do the same thing? No, but the problem is then the paper would get bent and the outside would get messed up. So they had to they had to fold it so that it wasn't going to get bent up 
I actually get where These they're guys coming are experts from. at like making paper airplanes. Okay, they know what they're doing with paper. They've had enough thrown at them probably from the top of the stands. Yeah. Uh, let's let's flip over to some baseball stories from the last week. Not many, but the uh, Roberto or Marcelo Suna trade. Not Roberto Suna. I'd say if it's Roberto, it's a whole different story. That'd be a little bit more concerning. Um, Marlins trade him to the St. Louis Cardinals after the Stanton deal. Four prospects. Coming back for the Marlins are Sandy Alcantara. There's only two of note. There really are any of note in that trade. Zach Gallen, Magneris Sierra, and Daniel Castano. It's really only Alcantara and Sierra. Yeah. The four and nine, I think, is what they said in yeah. St. Louis's system. And Alcantara's good. He's a reliever. Alcantara can, will can be become fine. become a starter, but, but not much for... They didn't get a whole lot. For that, and considering the joke that they were offer asking for Guerrero and Bichette from the J system, I kind of laughed. Well, honestly, that I don't know if that's actually true or not. I don't well, apparently, I think it was. They probably started, and the Jays didn't even counter. Like, they probably just like go away. Yeah. Right. So they they probably could have done more with that, and they didn't. Well, so you know, now Real Muto wants out. Yelich will probably go next if they can get what they want. They've just decided to completely restart and go his own way. The they're projecting trade for Machado, Xander Bogarts, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Michael Chavez. Why would you trade Bogarts for Machado right now? Because Machado's a better hitter. He's a better. They're arguably yeah, but for one year, I'm not trading Bogarts for one year of Machado. Unless uh, yeah, it's, unless it's a Red, sign and trade. Well, the Red Sox are going to make that trade knowing that they have an extension in hand. What about the what about the White Sox one though? The White Sox don't make sense. The the White Sox have been in every rumor for picking up people. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Their trade actually. on Machado, the only thing I've heard the White Sox in on Machado was they were going to get him and flip him to the Yankees. Yeah. Right? And then but they now, weren't. now the stance on the Orioles trading him to the Yankees is soft, and they say they're just going to want more, and it's going to start with Labar Torres. Which isn't going to happen. It would uh, happen, I, because I, I then the DD would you, slide over to second. I was going to say, if you're the Yankees, I would do that. Why would you hold on to Glabar? You, you would literally create Machado would go team. there knowing he's on a super team. He's not leaving. Yeah. He, right. he would resign the, that way. Like the, your, your at that point, at that point, the Stanton, Yankees know they're going for like Stanton, a five-six-year run of going to win the World Series, so they'll blow the luxury tax. Yeah. Well, and then, well, if if that happens, if Machado goes there, then the Dodgers are going to be revamping themselves. Right. There's going to be a couple contracts that go. Don't be surprised if Machado was to go there. Tanaka would probably be out. Yep. They signed Sabathia for one year, so he'll be gone. They don't have to worry about that ten Although, million dollars. Can they get rid of him that way? Huh? Can they get rid of him after they just signed him? No, no, no. I meant like next year. Oh, yeah. When well, he's re- only a one-year deal. Machado, it's only right? a one-year deal. Yeah, so they won't have to worry about Sabathia. Yeah. They'll eventually find next year to dump someone on Ellsbury, and they'll literally yeah. give prospects to take Ellsbury. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll probably end up being able to get rid of Gardner's contract. Like, they'll be able to dump some money and work it around. Well, and then where the, the other one's probably gone to be Headley. Headley's already gone. Oh, uh, traded, no. Remember? Who's the... They have a, who's that third right now, then? Nobody. Have, they don't have a third base. Machado would go and play third. He wants to play short, but I think w- with the team he sees at the Yankees, I think he would suck it up and play third. Right. Yeah. Right? But that's the only time I've heard the White Sox involved was in a flip and trade, pretty no, much. Uh, they they changed that stance last week after after the f- initial rumors that they were going to do the flip, then they said, oh, no, we're not going to, and now they're back to well, they, they just, might. They just didn't say they weren't going to do it. Someone said, oh, would you want them? And somebody floated, would you flip them the Yankees? And they were like, hmm. Or maybe, but Donaldson's going to get traded in the St. Louis. He should. We we already had that conversation. We already had that conversation. Alex Reyes. Alex Reyes. That's what I'm saying. You know how I would actually. You know what I would do? If they want him so bad, I would maybe hop off Reyes a little bit and go for Carson Kelly. 
Carson Kelly is the top catching prospect, arguably. I'm taking Tyler O'Neill in that deal too, though. He's bounced around for a reason. He's obviously bounced around for a reason. Because he's a high prospect. Well, but he was the top Seattle prospect, and they pretty much dumped him for nothing. No, he was Pittsburgh. No, No, he he was was Seattle. Seattle. I thought he was Pittsburgh. No, no he was Seattle. Seattle. Am I thinking of somebody different? Because he was probably Tyler O'Neill. He was like the literally Canadian outfielder. He was literally across the street from home. You're, you're probably thinking like Austin Meadows or something. I don't know. Um, I would look at that. Reyes, I want, but you look at what Martin's been at, and I would yeah. want another catcher, please soon. Is Kelly, please, is pretty please. Yeah, he's arguably yeah. the best catcher in the catching yeah, prospect in baseball. Yeah, but hmm? what about Jansen? What about Jansen? He's not much. I take Carson Kelly. Like, come on. It's uh, no, I'm just saying. It's one thing when you had a guy that had a half decent year, but if you can, you know, like you're saying, the Dodgers, the, the Cardinals want him. They literally said they want him more than Machado. Oh no, exactly. Because they feel they like have a better chance of resigning him. Apparently, there's five teams in on Donaldson too. So I you heard could seven at one point. There were seven you, at one point. You, 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 you could against five, each other and you get at least too. three prospects. Well, I was going to say make you, the trade yeah. and you get out of it. You could easily drive up the price 100. percent Yeah. If somebody Car- really, if somebody really wants him, they're trying to keep up with the Dodgers. It'll be interesting to see where he does end up. Yeah. Right. And like I said, if he's, I was saying before, he's gone by the middle of January. And if he's not, then, then, then Mark Shapiro or Ross Atkins, get out of here. He's just sitting on your hands. Yeah. Like, you do unless, something. Unless they are somehow driving the price up really, really high and wait until the end of January to get the highest price. But eventually teams gonna are going to balk and say, exactly. screw you, we're done. Exactly. So. Right. Um, and then eventually, you know, the Cardinals will just go find some other option that's going to work out and yeah. save their season. And ev- or eventually they'll go. Orioles are more apt to trade Machado because he's openly said to them he's trying for agency. Yeah. Donaldson hasn't said that. So eventually they may just say, screw it, we're going to take Machado for one year yeah. and try and resign him if we're giving up one instead of three prospects. Yeah, that's right. Fair. The Jays need to be careful not to overplay their hands. Oh, what are you laughing at? Did you see the thing about Otani and fantasy? Yeah, I, that's old news. <laughs> they won't let him do both? No, they're going to, you have to draft him twice. You have to draft him as a pitcher and draft him as a hitter. <laughs> Might be the most ridiculous thing ever. So thought. someone at the end of like the first round that has the snake picks, Otani, Otani. Yeah, although that'd be a waste of two snake picks. But um, if you're gonna get, you're gonna get the guy. You want him at both ends. You want both sides of his yeah. ability. Yeah. Right. So obviously, once he goes off on one end, someone's gonna make. Oh, Otani's there, and if you don't pick him the next pick, he's going to pick after. Yeah. yeah. Just because someone wants to say they have Otani on their team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Can we move on? Yep. It's time for my favorite segment. Let's do some tire fires, boys. Well, we got to. We also got to do uh, a man that's hot and a man that's not hot. No, yeah. we're not doing that. Yes, Stop it's it. It's a fantastic segment. It makes no. sense. We're not. We're Kyle not calling it that. Kyle went to go see that. Big Shaq. Okay, we're we not calling it that. Big Shaq I, I did. Here. That, that was a pretty good time. Not gonna lie. Okay. okay. We literally we're still not calling that it that. Was hot with him. We're not calling it that. I man, think we have to. We are not. You're a hater over here. Take off your jacket. Okay. He already did take off his jacket. See, Man's not hot. Man over here is a little hot. He's scratching his forehead. <sighs> Got to help him out. Okay, so that's coming up later. We have to. Um, I'm making an executive decision on that one. That's getting <sighs> done. You do your tire. We're doing tire fires, and then me and Kyle are doing man's hot. Man's not hot quickly. Okay. We don't have a whole lot of time. So well, we'll, we'll squeeze it in there. We'll Kay. get her in. So I guess I'll start for my tire fire. I'm doing the entire Atlantic Division in the NHL. Songs, the Leafs, and the Lightning. I'm not letting Obviously. you throw the Leafs and the Lightning in this crap. And you know what? <laughs> I'll even pull. I'll will even pull the Boston Bruins out of that tire fire because uh, they are they are pulling themselves slowly out. I don't know. <laughs> they have 37. <laughs> <laughs> they have 37 points. I will say that they are out of the tire fire for now because they are tied with the pen the Penguins overall. 
Now, if you look at the rest of the division, Montreal, Detroit, Ottawa, Florida, Buffalo. Montreal has 32 points. Do you know where that puts them in the NHL total? 26th. The fourth place team in the Atlantic Division is 26th. That means five of the teams in the division are in the bottom seven in the NHL. Well, you've got two teams that are openly rebuilding. One's doing it half decently and one's not. Yeah. Detroit's got it a process. Kind of figured out. Buffalo is Buffalo. Buffalo's been rebuilding for 10 years. <laughs> Florida struggled a little bit from what they had last year. They're, the guys aren't playing too well. Well, Yager's not of, there. A so. lot of them were hurt to start the year. It also doesn't help when you lose Luongo for over a yeah. month. Yeah, r- to Ottawa's, be fair, though, Reimers played well in his in Ottawa's his a disaster. Okay, they're going to lose. Ottawa's a tire they're, fire. They're going to lose Carlson. Right you think they're going to lose Carlson? Yeah. He's not going to answer. He's not going to openly say on TV that he's he pissed off by. You can't say that. No, openly not about, on TV. about what Melnick said. Well, no one's going to say in a city that doesn't know where they're going. Yeah. yeah. If they no, don't I have know. an arena, why? No, but that's what I'm saying. It? Like, he can't say that on it. He can't say that live no. because that'd be that would make him look bad. Well, I don't. I don't honestly. Ottawa fans would think bad of him because they're idiots. But the rest of them, rest of the league would be like, yeah, this guy's got a point. Got a dipshit owner in Melnick who says whatever he wants whenever he wants and doesn't think about yeah. what he says. It's one thing. No, I know. Right? You got... I don't blame Dorian so much. He's tried with the Duchesne trade. Didn't really give up a whole hell of a lot. No. But well, and then <laughs> Terrace leaves and becomes an all-star now. In yeah, well, well that, that yeah, might be that supporting was a risk, cast, That was too, a risk though. they took, and it was also... They knew they had it one more year of Duchesne. Yeah. yeah. And they said, okay, this is, are you, we think Duchesne's a better player, and he has term one more year. But th- and he makes less than what they were going to have to pay tourists, right? The division so is just not good, though. Like, it is really bad. Uh, it, there's just some not good teams in there, to be honest. That, that's really what it is. It is really bad. And there's some teams that are not trending in the right direction either. Like, Ottawa not trending in the right direction. Buffalo should that, be, that but they're not. That are coming down, right? Detroit's come down from 21 Yes, but at least they're success. heading up. Like, after last yeah, year. Yeah, but Montreal is... Montreal's struggling. Down. Well, they got to start Mon- the rebuild, right? Montreal was terrible in the beginning of the year, also because they lost price. Ottawa's going to have to start. You're getting but a they lot were bad. In general, you're getting too. the end yeah. of a cycle, right? Like we're seeing now the prosperity of the end of the cycle from the yeah. Metro Division. Columbus yeah. is up. You know the Flyers aren't too bad. You see, uh, the Islanders are playing well. Washington's always good, right? Washington's good. The Pittsburgh's Devils down at the bottom, right? Like Carolina will be good in a couple. In next should be next year. They got a lot of good pieces there. Well, they were promising earlier in the season, but then they kind of fell. They got to figure out the goalie. I don't think they tr- they thought Darling could be the answer. They gave him a little but bit guys, of contract to give it a shot. Again, this is what I'm saying. Every team except for Edmonton and Arizona, would be placed fourth in or better in this division oh, no, I'm not, in the I'm, NHL. I'm That's not, ridiculous. I know, I'm not saying it's bad. Well, it's I'm also, you've got to see how everyone else is playing. If this was a normal year, it'd be more spread out. But the Metro is, the top five of the like seven teams of the Metro are, the Metro is going to have five playoff teams. Yeah. Four for sure. They and may, so is the Central. Surprises in a, yeah. So th- there's a lot of the league that is playing really, really well. Right okay. to the point where they're playing above n- the normal mean. But the si- the fourth, fifth, sixth place teams in the Pacific Division would also still be fourth or higher in the Atlantic. Like also, you, it you, just also, seems you also wrong. never thought Vegas was going to be in second in the Pacific. No. Like in, in reality, nobody saw them going twenty-one and nine in the first. Twenty-one nine and two. Sorry, two. Land. is a genius. Damn, Florida, you guys are stupid. He's a genius. Well, William Carlson. How bad do you think Columbus is feeling right now for letting him go? If I was Florida, I'd be feeling a lot worse about Smith and Marsha show. Well, yeah. they traded Smith to clear his contract. Yeah, that, four and a half I, million. I understand that. 
but I'd still feel bad about giving both of them up. But they then they would have lost someone like Michael Matheson on D. Yeah. They got stuck in the problem of having too many guys that were just too old. What yeah. about what about Boston giving up Subban for nothing? For giving up on him basically. Well, that's another one. Right. You got there's a couple there and well, there's a lot of guys that are playing for redemption. Well, right? here's here's what I read this week on Vegas is that they are literally a team. They don't have any star players. They don't have a top first line. They don't have a top. Well, they do at, have a top goalie. At, but at, at that point, that's almost better though. Cause no, because they're all playing for each other. Because they're like, we 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 don't have a star to play for. We we are the star. Well, we have to work I mean, together. Teams also can't match. Like, yeah, you, you can't, can't match. You can't say like you can't match. Okay, we we got to shut. We got to shut down like the Leafs. You can't, you got to shut down Matthews. Yeah, like that's the one guy we're going to focus on. There is like on Vegas. Who is that person? Uh, nobody. Nobody. Okay, uh, so that but that's my tire fire. The Atlantic Division bottom half, I guess I'll say, because they're pretty bad. Right. Um, I guess I'll, I'll step in for that one then. Uh, mine would be the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, those poor Hawks. I'm not a huge basketball person, but um, when your record is 7-23, and 23, yeah. there's a problem. Yeah. They're so bad <laughs> that there was literally a woman puking behind their bench last game. <laughs> that is how bad they are. Obviously, maybe not because of their basketball. I'm going to say she, probably uh, she, not. She missed a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of a fire hydrant right there. You yeah, that, that yeah. was repainting the floor. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that, would, that would be mine for sure. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks could be in there too. They're only a game ahead of Atlanta. Yes, but the Mavericks were supposed to be bad this year. Yeah, they did. They did try say that they are going to try so to. So mine is so. from last night, from that Indiana Boston game. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Okay, <laughs> let's set the scene here. There's about ten seconds left. Inbound. Indy's got a one point lead. All you got to do is kill the clock. There's no shot clock left. You don't have to do anything. Joseph throws it back, pretty much to center mid court. Bogdanovich yep. is in the corner. All he's got to do is hold it, get fouled, just keep the ball there. You're going to get fouled. What does he do? Jumps, spins, throws a up. rainbow, attempting to hit Victor Oladipo, throws it up there for, you know, about three and a half years. Terry Rozier takes it, slams the game over. Yeah. Right. That was. Dude. Come on, yeah. man. Like. Is, is that the segment we're doing? The come well, on, man? We can't steal that. I can say it once, <laughs> probably get away with it. But, like, buddy. Get You've run clock together. out before. You've played a basketball game in your life. What were you doing? Yeah. Like that was you, that was you weren't bad. tied. You were up one. You're not up four. You can't like give points. Like that was the game. That was yeah. bad. Right. Arguably the most entertaining game of the season. One of them for sure, yeah. Right. But just to see literally Miles Turner, everyone on the indie bench was just look at him saying, Dude, What are you doing? What the hell? <laughs> Right, yeah, that was pretty bad. I laugh I'm, 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 I'm watching here right now. I'm yeah. dying. Right. Well, how much? Okay, when it flips back, how much time's on the clock when he gets in the corner with the ball? When like when he's got when he makes jumps to when make he's that got throw, it? How much time's left on the clock? It's like six seconds. Yeah. So there's no shot clock on. No, no. there was definitely no Stand shot clock on. You, Hold the ball. You, I was gonna say either you're getting fouled or there's gonna be a whistle and it's a set play. Yeah. yeah. Right, and you're up by one. You yeah. make one free throw. They Joseph, have to get a bucket. You know, even Corey Joseph didn't even need to make that pass. Right, he could have kept running around. Well, and also Sabonis. I thought it was. Sab- I thought it was an inbound. That's why Sabonis no, no. didn't play defense. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, at all. But yeah. it's it's like, come on, man, that oh, was bad. That was yeah, that was pretty bad. Yep. Those okay. are, I think those are three pretty good tire fires. Yeah. Okay, you don't want in the segment. Oh, 
Yo, we man's don't, hot? Man's not hot? We don't hot, have time. Yeah, okay, one each. You pick the hot or the not, and I'll take the other one. Uh, what, what, like, Are we just talking individual players? You can do it, yeah. We usually try and stick with the person on that one. Oh, any, any league. Yeah, go for that. Uh, man's hot would be Brent Burns, San Brent Jose. Burns. Okay. He is going off right now for the San Jose Sharks. He's being Brent Burns. He is. He Finally. Is. He had like 100 shots and one goal, and now I think he has like five goals in his last 10, I think. The Sharks are playing well. Yeah. Took him long enough. Um, man's not hot. Um, Vancouver Canucks goalies. Ooh. Ooh. They yeah. have been absolutely terrible. They've come back down. A lot. They, <laughs> I have, the, I had them both in fantasy, and I have dropped one of them. Yeah, <laughs> you regret are, your decision. They are absolutely terrible. They've, like, I'm pretty sure the last four games they've averaged about four goals against a game. Mm-hmm. Like they've gotten blown out at least two of the last three games, and it's been absolutely terrible. What's yours? My man's hot, Todd Gurley. Four touchdowns last week. Absolute destruction of the Seahawks in Seattle. I don't remember the last time I've seen Seattle get dummies so hard on their home field. It's true. Right? Very that true. Home field has not been, like, that curse of going into Seattle has been broken this year. The 12th man was quiet. They've had about three, three, or they've lost at least three times at home this year. Yeah. Right? Yep. And Gurley had four touchdowns. Honestly, he's put himself in the NFL MVP talk with Brown going down. He has to be up there. And, you know, every week he's just, he's freaking sick. Right? He <laughs> was running, he can run, he can catch, he can block. He's fast. He can. He's physical. So definitely thumbs up to Todd Gurley. And you know, I say individuals, but I'm going. Man's not hot to NFL referees. Screw you guys. <laughs> Leave it at that. Screw you guys. Okay. All right. Three All se- right. Three seconds to answer this. Who is the NFL MVP? Oh. Brady. I don't. I don't think it should be Brady. I honestly don't. But he has not been in unbeatable this year, and. Yeah, it's been they've been a decent team, but they've had a lot of close calls and a lot of close games. I th- honestly think Bell needs to be in there. Leads the league in rushing. He has over like I don't know what his average for Biased. yards per game. I honestly think it should be. I thought it was going to be Carson Wentz. I I would I would have agreed with that. Honestly, People say I would say Antonio Brady, Brown got put up there. I think it's I think it's Gurley. I honestly think it's Todd Gurley. Gurley's Gurley up there. He's for been sure. 17 touchdowns. He's got two weeks left. We'll probably get 20 touchdowns as a running back. That's really that's yeah. amazing. I would I would agree with that. And with the transformation the Rams have had, I think you have I to mix it up. And I don't think it's going to be a quarterback this year. Now that Wentz is down, I think it's Brady one of the two. Honestly, I think it's what it's really going to come down to Brady how he does in the last two weeks. Yeah. If Gurley goes off for the last two weeks and Brady doesn't, it's, it's Gurley. If Brady goes off and Gurley's Gets a couple touchdowns. I think it's Brady. Okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take up this hot or not, but I'm just calling it hot or not. Okay, hot player. I think that's an app. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with my not hot player to begin. Not hot. Not hot is uh, Nolan Patrick. Since the start of December, zero points in eight games. Was he not also injured for a while? Well, he's played eight games in December. Yeah, but so he's, he's not coming, He's well. a rookie who's coming back from injury. Yeah, a conky. <laughs> conky. Uh, hot. Brad Marchand, fourteen points, nine game points streak. Man's nose is hot. <laughs> okay, all right, but he's played well since the beginning of December. Eight games, twelve points, six goals, six assists. I mean, you you can't deny he's playing well. 
All right, stop it. <laughs> we got some intruders in the studio here, so oh, we're gonna. There's a few rats going around somewhere. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so funny. Um, I guess that'll do it for us this week, since we are out of time. Kyle, we want to thank you for joining us in studio for the first time. Glad to have you here, man. Thanks for having me, boys. Hopefully, we can make this a more common occurrence when you're back from Ireland for good. Yeah. And Justin, always nice to have you, bud. Uh, thanks, buddy. Glad to have you back for the second straight week. Yeah, no, you can good. sit down for a second if you do, oh, if you want. I'm stretching. <laughs> I gotta uh, <laughs> so for the boys, my name is Nick McVicker, and we will see you next time. Thank you.